I'm Mary Beth Schaefer with In a Word, your weekly communication tip. Today I'll discuss the different uses of passive and active voice. You may remember teachers telling you to write an active voice rather than passive voice. The active voice emphasizes the main actor or subject in the sentence by placing it before the main action. For example, Zach kicked the ball. The actor, Zach, comes before the action, kicked. In passive voice, either the action comes before the actor or the actor is not mentioned at all in the sentence. The actor might be unknown or unimportant. Here's the same sentence in passive voice. The ball was kicked by Zach. Or simply, the ball was kicked. Keep in mind that passive voice is grammatically correct. In fact, it's common in context where the emphasis is on the action, not the actor. For instance, passive voice is often preferred in scientific writing. Here's an example of a sentence that you might come across in a scientific paper. The temperature of the solution was recorded three times each day. So who is recording the temperature of the solution? We don't know because in this context, whoever recorded the temperature isn't important. It's the action that matters. In the sciences, it's especially important to be, or at least strive to be, objective when doing research. To convey this objectivity in writing, we often use passive voice. The passive voice has a bad reputation because it can be wordier and less direct than the active voice. Let's look at the same sentence in the active voice. I recorded the temperature of the solution three times each day. Now, not only do we know who the actor is, but the verb is pushed closer to the beginning of the sentence. The main verb also no longer is accompanied by the helping verb was. The actor and action are, therefore, more direct. But does putting this sentence in the active voice make it somehow better? Not necessarily, but the change affects the emphasis of different parts of the sentence and alters the overall rhetorical effect. So where else do we come across the passive voice? Sometimes we use passive voice to avoid taking responsibility or assigning blame to someone for something negative. You might have heard politicians, for instance, say, mistakes were made. So who made the mistakes? In this case, using passive voice is a tactical move that allows the writer or speaker to relinquish accountability. But like I said earlier, passive voice can sometimes be wordier than active voice. So when writing or editing for conciseness, you might try identifying places where you can change passive to active voice. For example, find a sentence in which the actor appears, but not until after the verb. Other parallels were drawn by Smith et al. By making this sentence active, we lose the words were and by. Smith et al. drew other parallels. The emphasis also shifts to the researchers who conducted the study, not just the research itself. So when deciding between active and passive voice, be aware of the conventions in your discipline and consider what you want your reader to focus on, the actor or the action. This has been In a Word, a program made possible by the Texas A&M University Writing Center and a production of KAMU-FM on the campus of Texas A&M University. For more writing and speaking tips, visit our website at writingcenter.tamu.edu. I'm Mary Beth Schaefer, helping you make every word count.